0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Parker. I'm joined uh, by producer Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Hello. And our guest today, the, you, you know her, you love her. It's Kitty. Well, welcome back, <laughs> you Kitty. You love her or you hate her. Like mom <laughs> might. uh Welcome back, Kitty. Uh, we have a really fun topic today. Though I do want to, talk, before we get into that, talk about what we did last week, which was uh, the Distillanoi event here in uh, oh, here man. in Chicago that uh, Jenny and John and I uh, attended.
1: Yep. It cool. was pretty cool. All the well, I don't know if it's all the distilleries in Illinois, but most of the distilleries in Illinois, no. it seemed like. No, it was like
0: it was like twenty of them though. That was uh, a lot. It was a lot yeah. of Illinois distilleries.
1: Yep, and we um, got to meet some distillers, and we got to taste a lot of good stuff from all over the state, and mm-hmm. a couple of, that were out of state. They were a little outliers there, but yeah, it was, yeah. Still, it a was, few people
0: snuck in. Yeah, <laughs> 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 who we were supposed to it be was there. Like, I,
1: was, I was like, "Oh, where are you from?" And she was like, "Oh, Vermont." And I was like. Okay. Wait, is that in Illinois? Again? Wasn't quite yeah, right expecting <laughs> that <laughs> one. Okay, um, but no, but it was honestly really good. We got to meet some people and taste some really cool stuff from a few distilleries that we will be doing episodes on shortly.
0: Yeah, you know, I like to pepper in the uh, the local stuff whenever we can. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, we're we're of the people. So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, very cool. But today though, we're talking about a, a distiller we just visited recently uh, down in Tampa, Florida, uh, the Tampa Bay Rum Company. Now, Kitty, are you familiar with the Tampa Bay Rum Company?
2: I am not very familiar with rum. Not. The Tampa Bay Rum Company,
1: no. Are you familiar with Gasparilla?
0: No. Well, we're going to learn more about that today. I'm thrilling. Um, we're <laughs> thrilling. Re- I'm thrilling? I'm thrilled. You are, you are, you are both <laughs> thrilling and it's thrilled. I, I'm fantastic. Um, but we're joined by a very, very special guest today uh, who uh, is the distiller for Tampa Bay Rum Company, uh, Brad. Hello, Brad. Welcome.
3: Hi, guys. Thank you for having me.
0: Now, we were really excited to meet you a couple weeks ago when we, uh, we visited the distillery and I mean, first I gotta say we love the vibe in there. That's the first thing. What a cool place! It looks
1: it looks like below deck on a pirate ship inside the distillery. It's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: it's, absolutely. It's
0: just super cool. Um, can you give us? Can you give us a little background on the on um, like the distillery, um, like how it came to be, and uh, what you guys have been up to?
3: Uh, absolutely. So uh, the the distillery itself was uh, started in twenty fifteen. By a, a local chiropractor. His name is uh, Samuel Myers. Um, so, if you need a good back crack, he's got that going as well. That's every um, that's every
0: Tuesday in the bar at the distillery. <laughs> <laughs> a...
3: Over. Yes, exactly. I get one, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> so he started in 2015. Um, one of his best friends was one of the owner. Or is it's kind of a weird scenario, but um, owned the whiskey um and when he would go out to washington state um he would visit there and work in the distillery and see how cool it was and he wanted to bring that kind of idea down to tampa and because of gasparilla the pirate parade that happens every year um he's like what better alcohol to bring down here than rum absolutely um, so that was like the brainchild and it started to gain some steam. Um, we started production in 2018, um, under a different distiller, uh, very talented distiller, um, knew what he was doing, uh, very good for starting up the distillery. Um, and then I took over production in 2019. Um, and then from there we've just been making some really neat, Rums. Um, we developed a different way of doing things during uh, COVID, uh, which translated over into our production and made things a little easier, um, and also imparted some really nice flavor into the rum itself. So
0: very cool. Yeah, and I, I do want to ask yeah. you about your uh, yeah? Because we, we visited um, before we had a podcast back in like twenty eighteen,
1: maybe it was late twenty nineteen. Late twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, and we were there. And it was it was a cool vibe then. But man, you guys have done a lot of work on the interior of that uh, of that Buccaneer Bar uh, since then, because yeah. it was pretty impressive when we got in there. There was a lot. Like, how many does that? How many people can you fit in there? First off,
3: uh, so are we talking comfortably or uncomfortably?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's say comfortably.
3: <laughs> comfortably, we could probably fit around um, between like thirty and fifty people.
0: Yeah, because like we we moved like the tables out and stuff like that. Yeah, because the first time we visited, I noticed there was like a whole second layer of like seating there. The first time we visited it was just like here's the bar, mm-hmm. and that was that was it. So it's really yeah. cool. You walk in, you feel like you just got off the, your ship in Tortuga, mm-hmm. and and you know having plundered some uh, British mercantile ships or something. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> yeah. kidding. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, had uh, to be British, you didn't <laughs> we? <know. yeah.
0: laughs> and uh, no, it's just such a cool vibe in there. And then uh, while we were in there, and of course, uh, you know we're trying all the spirits as we do when we go places like that. And we were talking with you. And uh, the cocktails were great, too, which I, I appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys who was at the bar happened to be a pirate reenactor. And- oh, <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. just kind of hanging out and uh, I thought that he, was great. He started
1: telling us all these stories about, and like showing us pictures and video of like different pirate fights. He acted out, you know, whatever. It was just like, okay. So off duty pirate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He yeah. He's in just, a in, buccaneer bar. Yeah. Recreationally
0: he's <laughs> hanging out, but like his day job is being a pirate.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. You just can't escape it. Can you? You can't escape the work. Well, speaking,
1: <laughs> speaking of pirate things, um, let's talk about, let's for those who don't know what Gasparilla is, like he mentioned the, the Gasparilla yeah, the pirate, parade, pirate yeah. party part parade, um, so I'll let Brad, since he lives down there, tell us a little bit more about Gasparilla.
3: Absolutely. So, um, it happens, it's the last weekend in January, and surprisingly enough, it's actually the third largest parade in the United States, uh, behind the Rose Bowl and, uh, Macy's Day. Oh, wow. I so, did not know that. Wow. That's massive. Yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a big deal. So, um. It is based off of this uh, legend of Jose Gaspar, who is this pirate that would uh, marauder and then uh, go into the bay of the Tampa Bay and um, hold the mayor hostage. (laughs) And then the key to the city. Yeah. That's awesome. And then the key to the city. And then. Um, once he receives that, drink a lot of rum and Bud Light.
1: (laughs) So yeah, everybody, everybody now goes that whole weekend, dresses like a pirate and just gets hammered. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. It it is quite, it
0: is quite a good time. (laughs) But, uh, so we've, we've got, um, one, two, three, six different expressions that we brought back with us. Yep. We're getting really good at jamming a lot of stuff in a suitcase. I'll tell you that.
1: We got this thing down.
0: I'm amazed we brought this much stuff back. Um, that I'm excited for you to t- give us a little background we we get into it. So the first thing we're going to try is the Gasparilla Silver Rum. But first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. All right, we've got the Gasparilla Silver Rum here. So I I, I read this. This is Florida-grown sugarcane molasses. Uh, can you tell us uh, what differentiates this from um, other white, right? so other silver rums, white rums, whatever you want to call them?
3: What makes this Absolutely. different? Uh, yeah. So we, um, we get all of our molasses. 30 miles west of Palm Beach. Um, And so each, I guess, season uh, will be issued an assay, which uh, says what the available sugar content is and um, what other nutrients and minerals that are present in that, um, which will affect flavor. There's also different uh, styles of molasses are the refiners versus just standard. Um, So we'll Essentially, when we're making our silver rump, which be- becomes the base for pretty much everything, um, and there will be further differences as we go through. but um, yeah. for the silver specifically, we use a, um, a low ester for a uh, style of yeast and we ferment it a little bit cooler than room temperature around like 75 degrees Fahrenheit um, and just makes a really clean, product uh, additionally we do like a modified um scoby kind of system with it um, where there's yeast and bacteria that just co and makes them awesome rum um so when we're making the silver um we will get into our still and distill it off at 90 percent um and then from there we uh proof it down to 55 which has been like our long-established barreling proof. Mm. um, Our 110 is the barreling proof. Um, And then from there, uh, once we're down to that level, we'll barrel age it for 30 days. Um, After the 30 days are up, we charcoal filter it and that just smooths it out and removes any additional color that might have been picked up. And so when you go through the, the silver ramen, As you guys start to taste it, um, you'll notice that there's a little bit of smokiness and then there's some subtle bourbon-esque notes to it. um, And that's going to come from the barreling process that we do.
1: I was going to say on on the nose, I've got like, I almost want to say like a light berry, which I wasn't expecting on a rum for sure. Yeah. It's
2: very crisp on the nose. Like, I wasn't getting berry necessarily, but definitely, like, apple, some kind of light fruit. Yeah, not what I so was that's expecting. it's interesting that you said, like, smokier in the mouth.
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely is. Um, you'll get, uh, a lot of times when I'm running the fill, um, some early notes that will come up are going to be, like, green apple. Yeah. Um, and pineapple are, like,
1: the big ones. Mm. Um, I like pineapple. And then as we go through
3: yeah,
0: yeah. It's got yeah. some. It's yeah. got some nice, uh, like tropical fruit note. I'm getting on it
1: mm-hmm. on the palate. Yeah, like when my when I said like cherry or berry or something like that on the nose, I was like, is it? It might just be like a dark tropical fruit mm-hmm. that I'm trying to picture, and I don't even know what that is. But interestingly, I get cherry mm-hmm. in the mouth. Yeah, like. But yeah, as often, you're mentioning like bourbon, bourbon notes, that's cherry is definitely a bourbon note for yeah.
0: sure. Yeah, my love of old forest. Yeah. i love that. Love that cherry note. Mm-hmm. Um no, I that's delightful. Um I forget how much did we pay for this? I don't even remember. Um what is it what does this go for, uh Brad?
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh silver is gonna be a uh, twenty eight before four oh, that's a steal. That's,
0: yeah, that. that's delightful. Heck.
1: That's a very good silver room.
0: Mm. I would drink Thank that in a, in a cuba libre right now and I might in a minute.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I make a mean mojito as well.
1: Oh. big big fan of mojitos. Oh, my God. I could see that for a mojito for sure.
0: Now, Kitty, can I get you to read the back of this uh,
2: bottle? Absolutely. What else am I here for? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jose Gaspar's silver rum is delicious bottled pirate treasure. Whilst galleons overburdened with doubloons and pieces of eight are an impressive day's catch, the true purpose of such fortune for a pirate is the acquisition and swilling of Florida's finest silver silver rum (laughs) upon return to port. As a, oh, oh God, this is beautifully written. As smooth as a gentle sea breeze glides, gliding across a placid Caribbean, no finer rum has honored a buccaneer's gullet. This, no, <laughs> lo, what a great word. This noble no, rum no. is handcrafted in small batches with devotion by the scallywags at the Tampa Bay Rum Company. Yeah, this is beautifully written. Yeah, who's
1: writing this? Like, did you guys, like, I feel like, did you hire somebody to write this? That was awesome.
3: This is, uh, so uh, the decor and like the uh, bottle idea, the stories on each, uh, because each of the stories will be different. Um, That's going to be the work of of Sam. Uh, He's very, very good at like brand building and world building in that that way.
1: (laughs) World building. (laughs) Fantastic. Is that Sam the chiropractor? Yes. Yes. Great.
0: And every Tuesday at Tampa Rum Company, come in and get your, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: your back adjusted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One free adjustment with every case of rum bought.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a great yeah. deal, honestly. Real steal. So, oh already, my I'm,
2: gosh, the smell. I know,
0: this the smell. nose in this is great. Uh, uh, the next up, we've got the Gasparilla Key Lime Rum.
1: So it's ooh, Key yeah. Lime Pie Rum?
0: No, just Key Lime. So just Key Lime. It
1: says Key Lime Pie on the label, though. Oh, it does say
0: Key oh, Lime Pie. Okay, well, I... It's key lime pie then. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> the good
2: thing about key lime pie is it has key limes in it. And so key lime pie smells like key limes.
0: It definitely smells like <laughs> <yeah>. it
2: definitely
0: <laughs> they smells like all
1: right. <laughs> thank you, Kitty. <laughs>
0: Listen, on the bottle meaty. it says key lime pie. On the website it says key lime. That's crazy. I don't know. But I,
1: I noticed that too.
0: I definitely get key lime pie on the nose, like oh right God. in your face. <laughs> Um, you
1: also get graham cracker on this, too.
0: That's the crust of the key lime pie? Yeah, I'm right. I'm yeah.
1: aware. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: So, so Brad, how do you guys uh, get that key lime flavor in there?
3: So, um, we use these really great all-natural
1: extracts.
3: Um, and so, this was one of the... Uh, and credit where credit's due, because the old distiller um, came through and made this recipe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of... it's our second best seller in terms of uh, flavored rums, um, And so he went into the lab and he worked on many different variations. And this is kind of the same way we do it now. Um, we take the sample flavors and we develop what Sam would like the rum to taste like. And we do that in concert with one another. Um, so it'll largely be, we'll make a sample We'll sit down. We'll taste it. We'll smell it. We'll see how it is after a couple days. Because sometimes, um, if you mix water and rum together or any alcohol, um, initially it can spontaneously form soap, and <laughs> oh, wow. it tastes like that. So, whoa, um, yeah, that's, um, not, that's not what you want. <laughs> no, definitely not. It doesn't doesn't taste good. So, um, <laughs> we'll give it a few days and let it um mellow out after that we'll sample it again and then from there we'll either um adjust it or I'll push it for scale
0: gotcha no
3: nope.
2: yeah
0: well let's try it i'm getting a lot of that key lime in the nose obviously yeah
2: it's like that creamy
0: mm-hmm. oh my god that's you know
1: Oof.
0: delicious that's like it's
1: so it's so spot on for key lime pie it's
0: yeah it's oh like you're taking god. a bite out of a key lime pie
1: it really is mm-hmm now, has anybody tried to make a key lime pie using this rum?
3: Uh, I haven't heard of anybody doing that. We do have a uh, a local guy who comes in and buys the rums and will make alcoholic chocolates with it. Ooh. That's fun. And then, and then he dresses up a Santa Claus and brings them back to the Aww, cellar. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So like Chris time he'll come in, he'll buy a bunch of rums, and then he'll bring candy for all of us.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. that's so cool. That's <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, the, so the, this comes in an eighty proof as well as the as the last one did. Um, but yeah, just it's like taking a bite out of a key lime pie. Yeah. What what is um? I know you guys do some fun cocktails at the Buccaneer Bar over there. What what are some fun cocktails for this?
3: So that key lime pie, I'm um, a pretty simple cocktail maker i do that one with like carbonated water mm-hmm. but at the distillery uh we have a key lime pie daiquiri that is really really popular it's probably we had our most cool. popular yeah. yeah you did mm-hmm. it's probably our most popular uh cocktail
0: nice nice no, um, it was so great we... it was great if i recall
1: yeah it was great it was um I felt like it was sweet, but I feel like that's kind of what you're signing up for when you order a key lime pie daiquiri. Like, you know, because I'm usually trying Mm -hmm. to avoid anything too sweet, but it definitely worked for what it was, for sure. It was very good.
0: Thank you. Yeah, awesome stuff. (laughs)
2: But uh,
1: there was also an old fashioned way. I don't remember everything we had. I don't know. That was the second distillery of the day. (laughs) I honestly want to take a straw to this bottle. (laughs) Like, it's
2: so smooth and it just tastes so perfect.
0: It's honestly dead on key lime pie. It is. Crazy.
1: Yeah, that was
0: a good one. All right, extra rinse, though, to Kitty. Yes. Can you, can you read the back
1: of that label? Oh,
2: I absolutely can. This one, mm-hmm. I had a little gander at this already, and the...
1: Were the... you ra- running lines ahead of time? Uh,
2: well, no. <laughs> yeah. Um No, the, the wording on this is a little bit different. Um, so, pirate's water was a foul sludge roiling in slime-filled barrels lashed to the sweltering hulls of their ships. Jose Gaspar's crew preferred his far tastier rum which, with the addition of lime, made for a remarkable drink that was much more pleasant to behold than the water available to the seafaring men of that age. Uh, Gaspar knew that a jovial crew be much better at plundering, and while this be (laughs) a rugged pirate grog, the modern palate might recognize it to taste a bit like an amazing key lime pie. This glorious lime concoction of yesteryear is risen like a phoenix with the help of the scallywags at the Gasparilla Distillery.
1: Oh my god! Awesome. R- risen yes. like, risen like the phoenix. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Wonderful.
2: The designs on this are really cool. cool too. Like the the other bottle had like a pirate on the front too, or some kind
0: of pioneering yeah, uh, yeah.
2: fellow. Are yeah. these people like the characters? Are they based on anyone at the distillery? um uh, mm-hmm. so the labels do have a little
3: easter egg Ooh. um we have a local artist who uh makes them for us um her name is her or i guess her handle is miss Crit. um she's very popular in like the st petersburg area
1: what was that um, again so miss miss miss
3: miss crit like c-r-i-t
2: oh,
1: okay Miss Crit.
3: okay um you'll you'll see her stickers around once in a while she does like some pretty cool mural paintings as well. So Mm. um, in the tasting room, did you guys see that big pirate ship mural? Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So she painted that one as well.
1: Awesome. Very Um, cool. Yeah. Um,
3: So there's two individuals that it might be, because I don't know what variation of label you guys got, because we're in between two different ones right now. Um, We have the original one, which is a... um, more jack sparrow looking individual
1: uh jack um, sparrow is on our silver rum for sure okay yeah so that is
3: the significant other of Miss <laughs> mr um, <laughs> that's, that's great um and then the other one i think i don't know if you guys got the banana bread one uh that's what we're doing next we is are the,
2: smelling it as okay it.
3: Yeah. so that the the uh, character on the banana bread is actually a uh, depiction of the owner or a uh, mm. a uh, recreation that so cool. of the owner.
0: That's Sam right there. Yeah. There he is in that banana bread rum. So yeah, next up we've got the banana bread rum.
1: Another strong, strong smell here. Yeah. <laughs> the smell on this Woo. is divine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like, it's like uh. banana bread right here. So yeah, I, I assume uh, is it a similar process with the banana bread as the key lime pie?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Yeah. Um, so that banana bread was a uh, fun one to work on. It took us a little bit to get like the profile correct on it. Very
0: cool. Yeah, but yeah, obviously a lot of banana mm-hmm. bread on the nose here. Um, yeah, I
1: don't. I don't really feel like I need to it. break it down too much mm-hmm. just because it's like, well, yep, that's banana bread. It's and... like a lightly
2: spiced mm-hmm. banana bread, though. Like yeah. it's, it's not it just like have a a... Spi- yep spices. Yep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a very warm banana mm-hmm. bread.
0: That's the warm is a great word for that because I just tasted it and yeah, it, it tastes like biting into like a moist warm piece of banana bread. Yeah, it does
2: mm-hmm. have vanilla like notes in there. Maybe a little bit of like baking spice. Some th- some kind of... Like hint I'd, on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. I want to... Make like fruit cake with this, which I know is contentious in the US. People don't like fruit cake. But,
0: uh, correct.
1: Um, I want to make some, of some kind fruit of cake. Christmas cake. <laughs> Every once in a while, Kitty's it. tasting notes go off the, the, <laughs> go off the, the deep end, end. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of Britishness. <laughs> but that's okay. That's who she is.
0: You'd <laughs> be great with a scone or a bag of crisps or whatever Wait, the hell you guys eat. It, I don't know. What,
1: can you imagine <laughs> like uh, a
2: bag of crisps soaking uh, like. Golden raisins, or or just raisins, and then in this, and then putting them in a scone, or a toasted tea cake, or hot cross bun. <laughs> am I going too I, far? I I,
0: I can't imagine. I physically can't imagine those things. You're I'm, a
1: sweets man I, Dude, I, you I am.
0: I, yeah, like American sweets. I don't know what <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Honestly, for a scone, I could see it with like. More baking spices, mm. like how like a like a spicy a baking spicy scone. Yeah. It, oh yeah, like yeah. a cinnamon scone. Yeah, cinnamon. cinnamon. I was afraid pecan, to say cinnamon. Scone, I didn't know scone, if that was acceptable something. for
2: scones. <laughs> I don't know, but this is.
0: I would like in some sort of pudding. I feel like yeah, it, it Ooh, deserves yeah. It. A sort of bread pudding. If we could do that,
1: yeah, yeah Brad. Lately, oh. we've had more people on our podcast who have been like, it, like they've been it. coming up with ideas for how to use yes. booze in Custard. food or in desserts. And so this has been coming up more often, but this is obviously a more specific, this is like specifically already like in that realm. So like, uh, that, yeah, that, that is a thing for a talking point for us nowadays. Well, like a boozy banana pudding.
0: Yeah. That'd be fantastic. But yeah, I, I remember thinking when we were in the distillery that this was my, my favorite of the flavored ones. Yeah. What, uh, the banana bread. Is and that- you
1: guys also do yeah. like, you also do a few other flavors too. We just have the two here.
0: Yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. We we have like eight or nine different flavors, and three of which are gonna be like seasonals that we mm-hmm. um go through at different times throughout the season.
0: Yeah, I, I thought. What did we? Have? What else do we have? Do you remember, Jenny? What else was there when we were there as far as flavors?
1: Um, Coconut is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Douglas. <laughs> um, sorry, Doug is our dog's name. Um. Um. Coconut. We did coconut. Well, we tried the the just the regular spice drum too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't remember whatever other flavors though, because we got deeper into these reserve ones that we're about to. De- uh,
0: yeah. Next up slide is the into. I got the Gasparilla Reserve Rum, mm-hmm. the uh, the ninety proof, uh, aged in. You can give us the background on it, but there's there's some whiskey, maple syrup, and some rye whiskey involved in the aging of this.
3: Um. Uh, so. Largely with the, um, we have a couple different reserves. Um, the, uh, named desk for the reserve that one is going to be, um, aged originally in these 15 gallon rye or bourbon barrels. Um, after that initial aging, it's about 18 months. Uh, some push a little bit closer to two years, just depending upon, um, need and everything. Um, Once it's out of the barrels there, then we transfer them into these large 53-gallon rye barrels, Um, and then those will age for about a month, um, just to pick up some of that rye flavor without being too overbearing and too much um, on the rye side of things. Sure. Um, And so we've, that one specifically, because it ages so quickly, is going to be our standard reserve, it clocks in at ninety-two proof. Or yeah, ninety-two proof, forty-six uh, percent. It's a pretty wild spirit. Yeah, there's a lot going on the nose there.
2: There really is.
1: It's all over the place, but in the best way.
0: hmm I love a complex spirit. I am. Yeah. Very on record for that. But yeah, Jenny. What do you what do you get on the nose there?
1: Um, I've got a little bit more. I know this is from barrel aging, but I've got a little bit of caramel on the nose, mm-hmm. and I want to say like
0: mm-hmm.
1: some cinnamon on the nose. Yeah.
0: Can I get some like cooked jam going on too? Just a little bit.
1: Ooh. Snake no, That's
3: a good
0: one. Alright, I'm just drinking it. It's too Isn't good. It, I'm just drinking it. There's <laughs>
1: such a fruit on there that I'm having a hard time picking out, but
2: no, I'm I, I, yeah. When you say cooked jam, is there a specific jam you have in mind?
0: Yeah, well, I was just at a farmer's market yesterday and I was really torn over which kind of preserves to buy.
2: All of them is so the correct.
0: I, I bought the one that had four different ones in it.
2: Oh, there you go. <laughs> <First> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the
0: blend of them. Thank you, um, but I, I get more fruit on the palate than I did on the
1: nose. I get, like, mm-hmm. I would agree, apricot jam. I like, mm. I like apricot for the yeah. for the palate for sure. Like not super sweet. Mm-hmm. Like a dried fruit though. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I can see that. That's, but it's got kind of like a nice like, it kind of gives me that like fruit preserve kind of spread mm. vibe to it.
1: I like the. Um, I definitely get the, the hint of maple. A hint of maple and Mm -hmm. a hint of rye spice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's a lot Mm -hmm.
0: lot of influences on this, which is cool. Right, which
1: I know those are the things that are like I was Mm -hmm. looking for them anyway because Mm -hmm. that's what's on the – that's what what it was aged in. But I almost want to say I got some chocolate on this too. Yeah.
0: I can see that for sure. But uh, what a a nice rum. Mm -hmm.
3: Thank you. With that one, um, I always – I have a really weird one. You know those black Lindsay olives? Yeah. That's like, at the very end, as your palate comes back to normal, Yeah. that's largely the the end note that I get on um,
2: it. There is a more savory, yeah. That they're is-
1: almost like a licorice kind of thing yeah so when mm-hmm. you
2: said chocolate i wasn't getting chocolate until the end maybe more like a dark chocolate mm-hmm. which i think links in with that kind of licoricey olive kind of like black yeah. olive paste yeah that it's not a sweet
1: yeah it registered for okay. me as licorice the second time after i said chocolate <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. Yeah. I
0: just want to read the, the last line of, the, of this bottle. Can on you the do back. it in a British accent? No. I think, we, I, think we, I, think I think we've all established that I cannot do that.
1: <laughs> I don't know that we have established um, that. Actually. Yeah, voice, I think you should try. It. Voice
0: work is not my forte. Uh, car- carpe rum bullion. Now, what does that mean? Yes. Seize the rum?
3: Is that not... Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nailed it. That's Nailed awesome. It Very cool. God, um, that's a good rum. Uh, what what do you guys sell that for at the, the distillery?
3: That
1: one is forty. That's amazing. That's you can very, steal
3: very.
0: $40.
1: That's so good. I want to. Okay. I just want to sip that. I don't want to do, do anything else with it. No. I
0: would. I would have bought more if we could have fit more in our suitcase.
1: Yeah, we had, but we had four bottles from a different distillery That's along true. with these six. Yep. Yeah. And we still made it happen. Mm-hmm.
0: So. So pass me the Where next one for you guys to come back. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Well, and he yeah. tells us he has a gin guy he wants us to meet. So.
3: Oh yeah, I do have a gin guy.
1: Yeah, he's a man. <laughs> Jesse's the <a> man. Kitty, <laughs> Kitty likes her gin. Being from England, so uh, I adore gin to the point where it's. We are
2: recording this on Father's Day. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh,
1: I bought my
2: father-in-law-to-be mm-hmm. uh, gin for Father's Day. Nice. And it was actually, I see it on your shelf too, it's Monkey 47, which is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Favorite I shop. love that
3: gin. That's yeah. my favorite gin. Yeah, mine
1: too. And <laughs> I, I got that for him for Father's Day. Oh, yeah, so, that is... Uh, it, I, it's, yeah, very highly rated. The highest
0: rated. Yeah. And it it's wonderful. Yeah. With good reason. I always feel bad, though, like I don't want to put, I can't put in a cocktail because it's so expensive. I no, straight. Really? I just drink it straight. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, which is great, but yeah, it's like, hey, can I get a gin and tonic with Monkey Forty Seven? Get the fuck out of here! No, you can't. <laughs> no, that's
1: how dare you? That know. is not how you use
2: that.
0: <laughs> I have four other gins for that. That's fine. Um, so next up, we've got the uh, uh, the port, port. So I, I read that. If I'm reading this correctly. The port bourbon finished rum. Is that on?
3: okay? That's the red label. Yeah, that's the red label. Okay, gotcha.
0: And, um, um, yeah,
3: that one is a fun one. That one's super fun. I'm excited to see the tasting notes you guys get.
0: Yeah, so this is eight, uh, reading off here, aged in first use white oak barrels. So th- are those like fresh barrels you're using mm-hmm. to start, and then move to yes. uh, po- port barrels, barrels that previously held port, then bourbon. So second use barrels that held port and then held bourbon. So you're getting a lot of influence. So on this there. This
1: is the third use that we're we're on at this point in time uh yes,
0: yeah, very, very cool, yeah yes,
3: yeah. um, so um just a little clarification on the uh, barrel type yeah, mm. this was a really interesting uh, story, I guess. um we were looking for barrels um right before uh, the lockdowns occurred,, mm-hmm. and we didn't really have a good source. so the owner found these Colombian oak barrels from the country of Colombia. And they were, like, super interesting. They were um, uh, uh, cooped down there, and then they sent them over in, like, a container. And then uh, we went to a local company and picked them up. And the flavor on them is just, it was it was wild. I don't even, yeah. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like, because it's a Colombian oak. Um, mm. Did a little analysis on it where it was supposed to have a lot of, um, a lot more higher concentration of vanillin.
2: Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm.
3: But I don't know if that necessarily comes through in the beverage. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's a pretty unique spirit in that. And then they spent uh, six months in the corn curtain barrel.
0: Very cool. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about Colombian oaks. So that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. And how, who found out about that? Those barrels? Um,
3: that was the owner the owner um was doing research and there was a local company who was bringing in barrels from columbia because i guess it was the wife of the owner of that company's family that was making them uh, okay um the the details on it are a little fuzzy so i don't know exactly yeah. Yeah. um the connection but <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah, Sam found some cool barrels. Yeah. Uh, good job, everybody.
3: Yeah. There, buddy. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Long story short. Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sam <laughs> found cool barrels in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, the nose in this is pretty cool too. A lot going on there.
1: I've got some butterscotch.
0: Get some some more of that uh, fruit.
1: Yeah. Sugar? Red red fruit. I was yeah, thinking red. strawberry. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like Ooh. sugary, Ooh. like sugary strawberry is, is yeah. what I feel like I'm getting. Love that. Mm. That's, that's good. I got yeah. more of the licorice on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely getting some of that port influence with that um, that red fruit. Maybe even like a little dark red fruit. Like give me like a black, like a, a
1: blackberry, like a
0: or like a raspberry action. Maybe a little black cherry in there. Mm. A r- real menagerie of red to dark fruit.
1: Cornucopia, if you will. Ooh, we will. We will. <laughs> that's beautiful.
0: Man, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, no.
1: What was the proof on this one again?
0: Uh, that is 90 proof, I believe. Yeah, that is like s- super approachable. Thank you. Man. Yeah. Crazy.
1: I'm not 100% um, sure that I would know this was rum if you just put it in front of maybe.
3: me. It's hmm. no. definitely a, um, a chameleon in that way, you know?
0: Yeah, it's got um, a, lot, a lot going on there.
1: <laughs> it almost has a little bit of that funk you get from Jamaican rums. Just a little bit.
0: Um, I don't know that I agree with that, but. Uh,
2: I can, there is a bit of funk to it. Yeah, but
0: I, I I'll tell you the note I get that does remind me of Jamaican rum, and I, I don't I don't know if it's the funk part, but there's a um almost like an overripe fruit note to uh, Jamaican rum. Yeah, and uh,
1: that might be what I'm referring. Yeah, to. Yeah, there's
0: definitely some of that in that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I wouldn't say like it's got the like the high ester count of uh.
1: No, I I don't Hold think on. that's what I was going. For. No, no, it's I, know, more I, know, of I know a but... note of it instead of it being like. But, all all about that funk. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I get
0: like a like I'm tasting. It's like it's a, a banana that's been like the super brown sugary because mm. it's been mm. over ripened.
1: I honestly was expecting a little bit more of the port influence on this one. Yeah, I, I get some of it, though. You I, get you know? I get some. I smidge feel like I feel like it's that subtle. red. Well, it, was only red si- fruit. it was
0: only six months right in the port barrel. Uh, Brad? Yes, and I
1: missed that
3: part. <laughs> yeah, the uh, also the port was probably a lot of it was taken with the bourbon. Yeah. Um. So you'll probably get more of that bourbon note than yeah, you fire, do the yeah. now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the, the port's in that like deeper layer because it was the second use. But honestly, I love the combination of those flavors. That's great. Um, Thank you. Yeah, Thank we, you oh, very much. Yeah. What does that go for at the distillery?
1: That one
3: is also 40. Oh, my
1: Steel. God. These are amazing. They're yes. giving rum away. Wild.
0: <laughs> go to Ebor City right now. <laughs> Tampa the Rum Company. Get a.
1: This is why we bought six bottles while we were there because it was like, oh, that's what the prices are. Like, okay, get
0: a bunch of rum. We'll find
1: room, room in yeah. our Suit. Yeah, you know,
0: find find a good cigar yeah. and probably a Cuban sandwich. There's a lot of good stuff in Ybor City. We we actually we actually did get a Cuban sandwich after we went to the distillery. So we, when we were there, we down, did we did, which was delicious.
3: Where did you guys go
0: and get it? Do you remember the name of the place?
1: I don't know. Allie was in charge because she's our she's from Tampa. Um, and she was just like, no, like we'll pre-order them. We'll pick them up after the distillery and then we'll, we'll go back to.
0: Yeah. It was, we, rice, yeah. <laughs> it, it was one of the real popular places to get, get Cuban sandwich. Yeah, we can, ask, yeah, I mean, I
1: can yeah, we, can, right we can find, wow. we can find actually, yeah, that would be great. Thank you, Kitty. But, yeah, oh, we'll, No we'll, worries, Brad. We got you. On,
0: on research. <laughs> good stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was a, that was a great Cuban sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, man.
1: This next one is fun because we haven't tried it yet.
0: That Ooh. is true. Yes. We have the, the cast drink reserve rum. Uh, so this one comes in at 103.72 mm, yeah. proof. Yes. And it's got that black label again. So I assume it's it's similar to the uh, the Gasparilla Reserve rum?
3: Yes. Yeah. So same, pretty much the same thing, uh, except it comes right out of the barrel. Um, and it's not diluted or anything like that. It's just what comes out
1: of the barrel. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. No, I was going to say, can you hand me that previous bottle?
1: Uh the port... Yeah, port.
0: port. I just uh, can I, Kitty, Can you read the back of that label? (laughs) Oh God! I mean, these these are slightly less like fun (laughs) as the flavored ones, but uh, (laughs) but still important.
2: My voice, yeah. Um, uh, Our craft rums, a small batch copper pot distilled from Florida sugar cane. Sorry, let let me start. Let me unique at New York. How now, brown cow? Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Our craft rums, a small batch. Copper pot distilled from Florida sugar cane molasses in the historic Ybor City district of Tampa. This particular rum was initially aged in first-use white oak barrels, providing a smooth caramel and vanilla-flavored spirit. We then transferred the aged rum into a second barrel that first held port wine and second held bourbon. Finishing our rum in these barrels results in a fusion of rum, bourbon, and port flavors that is truly a symphony for your taste buds.
1: Ooh, symphony. I like mm-hmm. that. Isn't
2: that beautiful? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really well worded in here, what we were saying about the fact that, ooh, okay, we can taste a little bit of port, a little bit of like bourbon, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It really is mm-hmm. a a mix, uh, a melting pot. Very cool. Now, various flavors. Now, now,
0: Kitty, if you were in a symphony, what instrument would you play?
2: Uh, triangle. <laughs> I have. Damn no,
0: You stole mine.
1: I no, was going to say triangle. Music, more triangle. Music. Musical it's, talent. It's just <laughs> zero musical
2: yeah. talent. I tried playing ukulele. I could probably bring that back. But the only thing that I could play was I want to be like You Hoo from uh, Jungle Book. And even then it was
1: oh very, my god! Very very bad.
0: Well, that's that's why I. I
1: played saxophone when I was younger for like a couple of years. But I was like, I regretted doing saxophone because I preferred. I wish I had done drums. Oh, that sounded yeah. More, that, cool. I was like, I in my mind I wanted to do that, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. My brother's playing clarinet. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to go do drums. Yeah,
0: the chicks really dig the clarinet. I, I should remind your brother <laughs> that next time I talk to him. Uh, 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 no, nope,
1: not going to say it. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> no, but Brad, are you musically minded?
0: Yeah, Brad. If you, it's uh. s- symphony, what, what instrument are you plan? Well, what are you thinking?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I am not musically minded. Mm. I come from a family of people who are somewhat musically minded. Um, I'm thinking the very large, comically large gong. I mean, I think makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Like the
0: big, oh, just take it a oh, swing I love with it. it. Oh, it. Good answer. That's a great answer. Love Thank it. You. Thank <laughs> you. I
1: like the comically large. Listen, every, oh, yeah, ar- every has artist one.
0: has their medium, and his is rum. <laughs>
1: yeah. All
0: right. You know, yeah.
1: and occasionally a comically large gong.
0: Like yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like Picasso had canvas. You know, Michelangelo had the Sistine Chapel as well as clay, and Brad has rum. So yeah. we're we're all you know, artists here. In, yeah. in a way. All right. So we got um, the so we got the rum and fr- reserve rum in front of us, 103 proof and change. Kitty's like, whoa, that's hot.
2: No, I just threw it on my face somehow. <laughs> Were you trying to swirl it? Yeah, I was. it was, a swirl and it just, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I definitely uh, get, a, get a little more of that proof on the nose.
2: Yeah. I get more maple a syrup. Yeah, more maple syrup on the nose. I was going to say it's a lot sweeter. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess I get less fruit and I get more sweetness on the nose.
2: Toffee for sure. Like you toffee.
0: would say toffee.
1: Okay. What's wrong with talking? Because it's correct. <laughs> you mean. That's where that that comments come from. <laughs> mm. I have almost got um a little bit of like leather. I know. I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm very. I don't feel like I pull that tasting note out very often. But I get a little bit of leather on the note. I feel
0: like you're yeah. you're you're sipping this in the study with your leather-bound books, mm-hmm. surrounded by rich mahogany.
1: Yep.
2: It's yeah. Very sugary. Yes. Like I get. I get the. The sweetness on this for sure.
1: Yeah, I get the. Uh, Ooh, that proof. And the licorice. Kind of that, but- that proof is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. But- that hits the tongue in a different way. Yeah, that's beautiful. I get that buttery sweetness. Yes. It's
0: delightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That, so that's like, from like the, a the toffee? Ma- I would is say that, toffee? I was going to say the maple syrup. That's the maple say, syrup. I was going to say
0: a maple and maybe a little bit of uh, vanilla going on there. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Cool.
0: But that is wonderful. and like that. The proof gives it like a little. I like the. I mean, I loved all the other ones too, but
1: I feel like you. Well,
0: let's hit it a little harder. You know, I, I like it.
1: I know on the nose, you said you don't get a ton of fruit, but I feel like I do get some sort of fruit on this one. Maybe, honestly, I think it's a little bit of cherry. I just think it's a subtle cherry. I note. can see that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, upon my second sip of this, I'm getting past that first layer of buttery sweetness, and uh, yeah, there's a little bit of red fruit there, which I like. Yeah. Honestly, this would be a great rum for a bourbon drinker.
1: I've uh, got some yeah. licorice on that one as well. Yeah. Definitely on the tongue.
0: Because, yeah, this is um, – because the, the extra proof that the the bourbon bros love.
1: The bourbon bros. The BBs. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But this is – but, like, the notes on this, this is this would be an amazing way to uh, reel in a bourbon drinker and make him a rum drinker, which I've been right, spending the last yeah. number of years trying to do. That's so. very well,
2: interesting because as a rum fan and I famously hate bourbon, mm-hmm. I – Adore this, so yeah. There's that that Venn diagram of mm-hmm.
1: rum drinkers love it, bourbon
0: here, bourbon here. It.
2: But I also
1: here. think vagrants will drink nice anything spot. right here. Girl,
0: <laughs> oh, Brad, I like to do every episode is uh, is ask everybody what their favorite was of the mm. things we try.
1: I might need a minute. I don't know. All right. Yeah. All
0: right, go go ahead and go ahead and take your minute. So, Brad, when are you coming to Chicago?
1: <laughs> um,
3: whatever you guys want me to. Oh. <laughs>
2: What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Get on a plane. Oh, got I got work. I got a tire extinguisher inspection, but maybe after. Oh, yeah. nice. No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Easy.
0: So, so, Brad, let me ask you, um, where can people find your rums in, like, retail settings that is or, a good or question.
3: bars? Wonderful mm-hmm. Wonderful question. Um, for specific bars that have it, that's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, but generally, it's going to be, like, local to Tampa um we do have some distribution um in total One down here um some liquor stores in the area very cool um but for the most part you can come right to the distillery and purchase there as well uh, florida has changed the laws and made it a little bit easier for us to like exist as a company so that's great news uh, which is always a <laughs> positive <love> yeah <laughs> uh if you're ever around just come on in and i'm usually there i pretty much live there so <laughs> he's got a cot
0: in the back it's uh, yeah you no
3: know, we have hammocks set up you know
0: yeah just uh you know bang bang the gong he's got set up that he's a big fan of and then <laughs> that'll wake him up and he'll come up and pour you a drink uh no yeah way. exactly can i ask brad a question sure please
2: is there anything that you want to try that you haven't tried yet in terms of distilling
3: Ooh, yes yeah. uh there's a lot of things that i want to do um just to paint you a word picture of Please, the yeah. operation that we have at the, uh, distillery, uh, we run everything in these massive fermenters and, um, and still, uh, we have a, um, 4,500 liter fermenters and we have four of those. And then we have a 4,500 liter, um, still that's pot combination column. Um, so, uh, currently, what I've run for that has been rum, vodka, and um, and two different brandies, uh, which was a very unique process. I uh, haven't made a lot of brandy in my life, and uh, the head cut for that is so much more because of all the fruit that's present. Yeah. Um, so it was like sixty, or it was almost a hundred liters worth of just like nail polish remover coming off first. Uh, just yeah. smelled awful. Um, so <laughs> I guess... <laughs> Brady's tough. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, so we're eating some of that as well in the maple syrup barrels, which will be ready eventually. Oh. But uh, to answer your question, I've been wanting to make um, bourbon for a long while. Um, I like high malt fill. Bourbons, um, so specifically like Chattanooga whiskey, they make a lot of really high malt um, experimental batches. Very cool. Uh, that, and then also, um, I'm a I'm very uh, partial to Dutch style gin. Oh, um, okay. G- you
2: G-Genever? lost me, and now you have me back on.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: we did. We, we, we did. Um, we did a Geneva episode a hundred years ago. That was, and I was such a big fan of uh, mm-hmm. of that spirit. But you never see it. No one, no one makes it.
1: Mm -hmm. Is that is Dutch style gin? Geneva is that what that is? If I remember
0: correctly, Uh,
3: Geneva, Geneva is going to be the base, the original base, Um, and that one was usually aged a little bit, Um, and then from there, from Geneva is where it it, is evolved into common gins,
1: and I think that encompasses
3: both London style and Dutch style not hundred percent sure
1: on that okay um,
3: very cool. and very primarily cool. that's what my buddy Jesse is making in such style and his stuff is ridiculous
0: now is there any like particular botanicals that like he's that are like super unique that like oh we're using this and this and that's what makes it crazy and different and mm-hmm. anything like that
3: yeah um he he's very partial to Angelica mm-hmm. as a uh, a bittering note yeah. um I so thought he that in a lot of
0: recipes. I thought was going to say as a Rugrats character, and I was like, you yeah, know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my favorite character on the show, but uh, no, very cool. So Angelica, yeah, you don't see that too, too often.
2: No, nope.
0: but uh, very cool. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Well, it's funny so um, because, and, before, yeah. What, what, what else? What other other than Angelica? What do you? think?
2: But also, we don't want to steal a lot of, you know, Jesse's. Well, if they if <laughs> I'm, I'm, t-
0: I'm taking notes right now. Quiet, yeah, guys. you are. Yeah, the, a
2: lot of it's proprietary yeah. I'm sure. Uh, uh, no,
0: that's, that's very cool. It's funny. You mentioned the bourbon though. Cause we, uh, like, as you know, we visited, uh, the uh, other local distillery to you. I think they're like a, it's like a 15 minute walk from your distillery at uh, the Florida Cane guys. Yeah. And, uh, we were talking to them and they're like, yeah, you know, we make a bourbon because you know, distillers love making bourbon. <laughs> and that, and yeah. That's kind of just it. Like everyone likes making bourbon. Why, why do you think that is?
3: Um, you know, I, I, the cynical part of me thinks that people will pay for it.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true. Um.
3: Yeah. But, uh, for me, I started in beer and mm. I like the idea of, uh, mashing and using beer styles as bases for, um, building upon the framework that's set up for bourbon. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it has a lot more options to how you can make the bourbon taste versus that of rum where you have, like, we use different yeasts and that will impart their own flavors and textures and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But also you're beholden to how the molasses is going to be. And I mean, you can differentiate from there where you do, like, we do a modified thunder system kind of. Style where um, we take the last batch, we leave a uh, majority of the yeast and bacteria that is in the fermenter, in the fermenter, and then we dump a new batch on top of that. Mm.
0: A little sour mash action that there. One,
3: Yep, exactly. Um, cool. So that'll, that'll impart some flavor, but there's not as much, I guess, creative freedom, like the molasses. You know? Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Like, this is the flavor you're going to have, and
3: it's going to be great, but you can't influence it beyond what you're already doing with it, you know?
0: You know, there's definitely something to that with the, you know, the the grain combinations you can do in a bourbon that are just so, you have so many more options to make it unique to your own. That's, that's a great point. Um very cool. All right guys, I I bought Jenny as much time as I could. No, I'm good. What's your what's your fa- What was your favorite of the uh, of the group here?
1: My favorite was the cask strength. Um I think that the flavors of that one really came through because of the um the higher proof and I think that I enjoyed that one the most as a result. I feel like it's almost like I have to separate the key lime and the banana bread because I feel like yeah. those two are so different from the the last three that we tried. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of tough to like pick because
0: I mean both those, those were are also
1: really cool to try.
0: Those are incredible in their own like niche ways. And like,
1: honestly, the one that I would shout out as like a secondary, like, oh, I really like this is um <laughs> Is the silver rum? I really enjoyed just the silver rum too. So, um, yeah. cool.
0: So, so Brad, just so you can uh, hear what we're doing right now, Uh, Kitty and I are both revisiting the uh, the ninety two proof Gasparilla Reserve rum. Because mm-hmm.
2: I'm still also trying to make up my mind. Yeah, sim- about <laughs> which one is my oh, favorite. Well, everyone over there giving me shit I for know, not yeah, having well, decided yet. Say everyone, you mean Parker?
0: Because <laughs> listen, this is going to be a hot take. A real hot take. I think the Gasparilla Reserve Run ninety two proof is my favorite. Yeah. Um and okay. I and I didn't I didn't dislike any of these things. Let's start there.
1: No, everything was good.
0: And I think the port one has the most going on. Yeah. You know, give mm-hmm. me the hand me the port one back. You're right. Let me let me revisit this too. I wanna to be fair to all the parties involved.
1: <laughs> it is it is very difficult to decide. Um it is. This is the hardest.
0: And I drink plenty of high proof bourbon and rums and everything else.
1: All right. I feel like in most, most of the time when we go to a distillery and we try like kind of their whole lineup, I feel like by the end, we all are pretty clear on what we like, like -hmm. what our thing is that it's our favorite. I've have, Mm -hmm. it's been a while since we've had an episode where like, there's so many good things that we're like. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is really hard. You, yeah, usually while you're drinking, you're like, okay, this is my vibe. This is my yeah. But this is really hard, and I'm glad I'm trying this again because I, I'm veering towards this one, but also
0: yeah, I think I'm I'm I like that port. T- I, I'm going with the the OG Gasparil Reserve Rum, can, 92 proof. Can
2: I try that one again? If while we're making up our mind, do you have a favorite, Brad? Oh,
0: that's a great question.
2: Actually, that Ooh, is a great question, a great for Brad. Question.
0: It's like, um it's like which one of your kids really... is your favorite.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. I really like the uh the barrel proof, but the most recent batch of gas reserve that I've made um was just like coming off the bottling line, it was perfect. Ugh. So it's hard to to differentiate. I mean they they have their own profiles and you know, then you further categorize it into like warm versus cold tones, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. So, like, I could see the banana being able to be like warm tone or cold tone, depending upon how you prepare it. Um, but, like, the key line is definitely going to be a cool tone kind of rum. More likely, you drink in warmer climates. And then all the reserves are going to be more warm tone, rather drink in cooler climates, so um, I, it's hard to, yeah, so long long and short of it is, I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, so K- Kitty and I were just discussing this via hand signals. Um, <laughs> that, uh, um,
1: and also, I revisited this, and I'm kind of on board okay. with them, right. so continue. Yeah. So I'm going to
0: give them the background right. on this. So yes. on our on our podcast here, we uh, when we really like something, we, we give it a distinction, and we actually have a lot of a, a stickers printed up for this that we put on the bottle uh, that say- cool. We really like something. We declare it as uh, that bottle fucks. Mm-hmm. I
3: love it. Yes. And, uh,
0: and I think I've got consensus here that that, that this uh, this particular batch of Gasparilla Reserve Rum that we have here, that bottle fucks.
1: It does fuck. That it bottle fuck. fucks. Yeah. Uh, we're,
0: we're putting a sticker on it.
1: So yeah. Tell so, your friends, that, that yes. bottle
0: fucks. And,
1: uh, by the way, I want to give you some stats on this because I've recently done some research on crunching the
0: numbers over there. I, I, ha- I
1: was crunching some numbers Advanced on our podcast. Metrics. Um, so I keep records of, you know, everything we taste and everything that, you know, every episode that we do. And Mm -hmm. since the beginning of this year, we have tasted 136 different expressions, including, Mm -hmm. including what we have tried today. So far at this point in time, we have had seven bottles that fucked. This is the eighth wow. out of 136. So, so that is a, a very,
0: a very uh, point, <laughs> big point of pride for a distillery to have a bottle that <laughs> in fact Like the numbers in that, yeah. how's, how's that breakdown percentage wise? Who's got a calculator? What are we at here? I don't
3: know.
2: 6%? Six. There uh, you go.
0: Yeah. So. It's a low percentage of bottles that fuck. That's is the is the uh important thing there. So congratulations, congratulations.
1: sir. Congratulations. Woo! You have
0: done a great a great thank service you. to the world today.
3: And uh we're all proud thank of you. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Oh
3: thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Um I really like making alcohol.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's God, Bless you know. what? Year. if you if you if if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, you're
2: okay. a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Man,
0: that's no, yeah. honestly great stuff, man. We we love it. Next time we're in Tampa, which we'll be back because we have friends cool. and family and down there, and we
1: Parker is a, also a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Massive, so we'll li- be back.
0: Lifelong Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. So
1: we'll be back for a game at some point in time. So we'll be back down for sure.
0: So, so we we love Gasparilla Reserve Rum. Thank you so much, Brad, for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course. If you're in the t- listeners, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to Tampa Bay Rum Company. Run.
2: Drop what you are doing. Stop right now. Head there Run Take all of your earth belongings you know what Drive Actually
0: it'll be faster If you drive Don't run <laughs>
2: Wait, drive Well it. I don't know I assume that the highways yeah. Are going to be all backed up Because everyone's Going to be heading there So actually it's smarter <laughs> To go on foot no. Or I don't know There's a lot of water Around there Invest, people have hover boats Invest in a jetpack, Perhaps Alligators know. Know where you, are, you train alligators work. To oh, no, no, no. Um,
0: In my experience You cannot train alligators <laughs> To do anything during my Other than t- carnage my, my, my time growing up In Florida I learned You cannot train them To do anything but yeah check out tampa it's rum company it's an awesome spot <laughs> honestly the the bar if, if i lived in if i lived in the area i'd be there twice a week just for the the cool vibe of the bar it's f- fucking great yeah it's great um you guys are doing a great job keep it up yeah. we can't wait to see what you guys Thank make you. next and
2: uh and we'll see you next week <laughs> yeah
1: yeah when you come to chicago, chicago. Yeah. we can't Absolutely.
0: wait to see you in yeah I'm
3: fantastic we be very happy to, to come up mm-hmm. heck yeah
0: no <laughs> yeah, we'd love to see you and uh all right, guys. And uh, you know, find us uh, on Instagram at Try Spirits Guys. Um, email us your great ideas for episodes, future episodes at Try Spirits Guys at gmail.com. And check out the website, Try Spirits And you can find our link to the merch store. And uh, thanks so much for being with us. We'll see you next time here at Try Spirits Guys. Cheers.